0: Welcome to Mark's Music Loft. Mott the Hoople. Just saw the reunion show, New York City, April 10th, Wednesday. It was fantastic. It was such a great show. If you don't know who Mott the Hoople are, classic rock band. Started in the late 60s, ran up until uh, mid-70s. Ian Hunter, most notable member of the band, Second most notable member of the band to some extent that you might remember would be Mick Ralph's guitar player that would leave right after they made their biggest hit, which was uh, All the Young Dudes, and he went and formed Bad Company. So Ian Hunter uh, with Mata Hoople moved forward and stayed together as a band until 1974, where there were uh, just some replacements on guitar, Ariel Bender, which is... Kind of a fake name for Luther Grosner. Uh, and eventually, Mick Ronson would uh, finish as their guitar player. Now Mick Ronson came with David Bowie to do the All the Young Dudes album in 1974. There's a lot of people that, that don't understand that relationship. So I'll just go over it quick. The uh, Monte hoople were not scoring hits. They had some great songs on the albums that they did, uh, but whether it be all the way from Memphis and any one of the songs that they were pushing that they were not breaking into the top 40 or even breaking the U.S., and they were going to break up, just like a lot of bands do. They run out of gas, management, record companies all over them. So Pete Watts uh, eventually went looking for a new gig as a bass player. He went to go to David Bowie to try to join his band, and David Bowie was like, what do you mean Mata Hoople's breaking up? I'm like such a big fan. They can't break up. So David Bowie approached them and said, guys, I have a few songs I put together that they could work for you. Now, Ian Hunter, you know, proud guy, that's a great songwriter. Uh, He was offered, uh, like, John, I'm Only Dancing, I know he didn't want to do. He was offered Suffragette City and he turned it down and then finally settled on all the young dudes. He just heard it on an acoustic guitar from Bowie and said, okay, I like that, did it. Mick Ronson came and did some arrangements for the album with Bowie and you know it pushed them to uh, out of the clubs into the charts. And although it did very well, just with success, things start to change a little bit right away. So David Bowie had told Ian Hunter, you need to take this thing over. Now there was a songwriting partnership between Ian Hunter and Mick Ralph's but I think in terms of, of leadership, Ian Hunter was going to take it at that point, even though the songwriting might not have changed. And Mick Ralfs didn't like that. So Mick Ralfs uh, took the songs that he had done with Ian Hunter, three of which are on the first Bad Company album, and split and started working with Paul Rogers. And that was that. And then he, um, Ian Hunter got um, Ariel Bender to replace, and they started moving on to you know, make new songs. So... Anyway, they ran out of gas after Ariel Bender left the band probably a year or two later. And then finally when they got, he actually got Mick Ronson to play guitar in Hoople. That began. At least Ian Hunter and Mick Ronson stayed uh, friends and worked together after Mata Hoople, But there was uh, a bit of a culture clash between uh, Mick Ronson showing up in limos, still thinking he was... Uh, a member of the Spiders from Mars didn't gel well with the rest of the band, so the rest of the, so the band split apart. Ian Hunter, so Buddy Hunter would immediately later go work with Mick Ronson up until Mick Ronson's uh, death in the mid '90s, and make a bunch of music together. For that show uh, that I saw on Wednesday, I realized the basis for that show is a live album from Mata Hoople from 1974 that everybody should check out. There's a there's a 30th anniversary edition they did in 2004, which turned it into a, a two-CD gig. But the, the, the gig to focus on is at the Eurus Theater that was on Broadway in 1974. That was the primary Mata Heubel gig. The gig that I went to, a good friend of mine, Bill and his brother Joe, uh, I went to the gig with them. Now, Joe, his brother, was at that gig in 1974, so for him, it was, uh, it was a time warp right back to that, and uh, it was uh, a good basis on it. Just to give you an idea of the uh, set list from that show, they always they open with, just like they did back then, American Pie from Don McLean, which is kind of a bit of an homage to the American market, if you will, because and, and, Ian Hunter, huge fan. He lives in America, loves America, loves blues, songs like you know All the Way from Memphis, all that kind of appreciation. And then he pushes from American Pie right into the golden age of rock and roll. There was only one song that uh, came from Ian Hunter called Lounge Lizard, but songs like Alice. There's a song they do called I Wish I Was Your Mother. You may have seen it, uh, heard it rather, in the show Billions. Just like there's a bunch of songs from Ian Hunter that you'd hear all over the place. Uh, Songs like Sucker. The cover of uh, the Velvet Underground song, Sweet Jane, they do such a fantastic version with such a nice lead guitar on that song. Um, Roll Away the Stone, uh, another big one, Marionette. They did. They also do that little piece of uh, You Really Got Me, because they liked that song. Uh, one of the Boys, huge song for them. Uh, violence, Cleveland Rocks, but they kind of made it into New York City rocks, so everybody that watched uh, the Drew Carey show... That was always an Ian Hunter song, and that was redone by uh, presidents of the United States. If you don't know anything about Monte Hoople, you need to. You should check it out. I mean, that's very, very, very solid rock music that influenced so many people, including the Sex Pistols, including so many bands. Ian Hunter is 79. He's going to turn 80. This guy is in much more better fighting shape than Ozzy Osbourne, Mick Jagger, any of these guys put together. Not an egoist. The guy is not an addict. He's been married 44 years and always stayed consistent in output, always working, always making stuff happen, but laid back, not an egomaniac. And I think that's been his success. I mean, he gets a lot of, uh, more of a club guy than a stadium guy, and it always kept him at a level that he was comfortable. Check out Martha Hubel, go to your playlists, check out all the different, I mean, I don't care if it's the greatest hits, whatever, but if you had to, if you're going to listen to one studio album, fine, listen to all the young dudes and uh see what you think in terms of live albums check that live from 1974 album uh definitely check the anniversary edition for the more extended cuts and it, they, they split it into two different gigs that's enough on mott the hoople hope that's enjoyable great tour if you ever get a chance to see ian hunter solo please do so he's going to be playing city winery you won't regret it all right thanks so much